Blog Talk Radio. Yes, 
Welcome to Night Visions with WPRS. And as usual, I am Wendy. And I'm still Eric. Yeah. I'm trying to change that, but <laughs> that's one of those things. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning in with us tonight on our first night back since, oh my gosh, what, July? Yeah, I know. For so sure. much has happened. So much has happened since then. We've missed you all. But I think before we go any further, you need to tell uh, about the special introduction. Oh, a new song. Guys, how did y'all like that? Uh, thank you. We want to thank the band. This is a band that we have uh, known to love very much. Thank you for the use of your song. Um, I know you're with someone else with um, that, but you are playing in it. The lead singer to that would be Aaron Langford. His group is Seven Year Witch. Thank you, guys. Yes. You need to check them out. Let me tell you, they are awesome. Well, anyway, as everybody knows, we've been gone for quite a while, but, you know, first, Wendy was involved with um, Hollow Scream at Bush Gardens. Yeah, your total dream come true. I uh, actually auditioned, what, in August? Um, started in September, met a lot of wonderful people. Um, some of them I had known before, but some of them I actually just got to know during this Hollow Scream. I'm looking forward to next year. Well, actually, this year. Happy 2022, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm going to brag a little bit. I don't know how many of you are familiar at Busch Gardens, how some of the mazes there tended to always get the low end of the stick. Well, the newbies changed that. <laughs> yeah, it was over over half of us um and dystopia, dystopia was the maze that I was in. Thank you for everybody who actually came through to see me and us. Um, over half of us were like first year, and we rocked. We kicked ass. I'm sorry, we kicked ass. We ended up with, um, I think we got maze of the maze of the uh, couple of times. I know two were back-to-back, and we actually ended up with Maze of the Year. So Dystopia went from last of the year to Maze of the Year. Yay, Dystopians, we love you. (laughs) And, of course, I had fun. I was like the resident spy, per se, and I was just going around getting people's input and reporting it back to Wendy and them so they could – he was my spy. <laughs> and I will tell you, you should go through there, actually talk to Wendy, because she actually used part of that group song <laughs> in her little skit uh, she did. Yeah, I was in the um, room with the um, with the, the steel cages. Um the barbed wire fences, and we were 
the crazy ones. We were the ones who had already been through getting caught. I don't know if you know the dystopia story. You get caught, and then you have to have they give you surgery, and then they change you into this kind of zombie-like thing. Um, I had a gas mask, which kind of with COVID and everything, it was just weird because you no. Know, People would come through and make COVID jokes or, you know, just. It was a bit of an ironic situation. It it, kind of was. It kind of was because of all all the COVID going on and all that. It kind of really made sense. (laughs) But um, once you check check Seven and You're a Witch out, you'll understand there's a song called Wild Horses. White horses. Crap, I keep saying it wild every time. White horses. But I called wild horses. I used wild horses. <laughs> I would go, had a, <laughs> so funny. I would go, white horse. I said white. But anyways, a wild or however the hell it wanted to come out at the time, because I'm telling you, six hours on my feet. I ended up having bursitis in my knee. It was just, crazy. But anyway, I go, white horses carry me away. Ah! <laughs> it's just great. It was funny. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. So, I think I actually did get to take uh, Seven Year Witch through. They actually brought them to, to Bush Gardens with me one time. Um, And they actually got to go through dystopia. Yeah, Wendy felt like the queen that day. She had the whole band with her. I did, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Um, thanks, Chase, for coming, too. So it was fun. But um, on another note, <clears throat> that kind of goes along with it. There's a special person that kind of goes along with the story tonight and with Bush Gardens, and that's Wanda. I met Wanda. She was part of the dystopian team, and she couldn't work because of health reasons, and um, but she did kind of put us up in a place to stay, and a very, very nice place to stay. And Yeah, she's been um, amazing. She, gosh, love this girl, love this girl. Um, you know, thank you again. I've already thanked you from the bottom of my heart several, several times. She's become one of my best friends. Um so look for us both, maybe Eric too, next year at Holly Scream. Or this year. I keep saying next year. Yeah, it's this year. Next Holly Scream. And I want to take a few minutes, and I don't want to offend anybody or upset, but just something. As everybody knows, we've been dealing with the many faces of COVID, and now with all the variants, I want to just offer some Good advice to everybody, and this is not to, you know, make anybody feel down or stupid or anything, but I'm sorry. It's basic common sense. You know, there's two sides of the story. Yes, it's better to get the shot, but I understand for those that don't. But on another note, the biggest, simplest thing is, If you're sick, stay home because this 
takes any weakened state of somebody's body and spreads like a wildfire. Mm -hmm. So just please, you know, if you're not feeling well, stay home, and we'll beat this. We beat worse things. So everybody just hang in there. You know, we got to go down because it's going to be a hard ride. It's going to be still, we're not even halfway out of the woods yet, but we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. And I will tell you, a lot of places, like, are struggling, but try to support your um, local restaurants. They're having a tough time because they can't hire anybody. They can't keep people, and they're struggling. But a good thing is, Use DoorDash. Yes, Uber Eats. Or Uber Eats. Grubhub. Postmates. Well, Postmates turns to Uber Eats. Um, yeah, so guess who now drives, is a delivery driver. Spare time. Well, a lot of spare time, but in my spare time. And I actually got Lexus into it. Well, she helps me on the weekends. So, you know, she'd be her kind of her a second job and so extra money yay so tip your delivery driver as well (laughs) thank you in advance but anyway um yeah so we actually did get to go to massive nothing this year well last year thanks uh, to wanda thank you she uh actually shared her timeshare with us um, she had a week and we had a week, which we didn't take, but we, we were there for a couple of days, four days. Yeah, we used what we could and had the best time. But yeah, thanks to her again. So during this time, to get into our, to get rolling to what we're actually going to talk about tonight, um, me and Eric were bored and we're like, oh, we got to go, let's go for a hike. My knee's feeling better. Let's go for a hike. So I downloaded all these hiking apps and all these trails and look, was looking for somewhere to go. Didn't really want to go in Shenandoah Valley because you, know, you got to pay to get on the skyline and stuff. So I'm like, where are we going to go? So where do we end up? Yeah, where do we end up? <laughs> we ended up in Waynesburg, actually. Well, actually, it's not Winkford. It's um, a little place called Aston. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it. It's deep in the woods, deep in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Beautiful area, though. Yeah. So we found a really nice little place that I wish I could take everybody out of and just ghost hunt there. But the one thing about it that was kind of hard, if you did the ghost hunting, you would need to make sure you could go when nobody else. At night, which is not open at night. So if anybody can tell me how to get in this place at night, all means. It is the newest hike in the heart of the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's been open since, I think, 2007, I think. 
Um, it's two and a half hours from Washington, D.C., three hours from Tidewater. Three hours from there? Yeah, because we went. And 90 miles west of Richmond is the Crozet Tunnel Greenway, what they call it here. Nearly 20 years in the making, the trail opened it opens at dusk, and it's something for everyone. Railroad enthusiasts, hikers, uh, bikers, you can bike through there. I wouldn't. It's dark. I wouldn't bike. I wouldn't. No. <laughs> Good job. It's called the Coolest Hike in Virginia. And it's cool. And it's cool. You can stand at one end and see the other end. But it seems like it goes on for miles and you know, it's like miles and miles. Um, it's reported to be 20 minutes one side to the other. And there on the west side, it goes west side and it goes into the tunnel trail. And then there's the east side that we parked at. It's got a nice um, parking lot and it's got porta potties there and all that. Excuse me. Oh, no. I'm sorry. No, I don't have COVID. Yeah, just everybody that heard that, that is not COVID. It is allergies with the temperature change because, unfortunately, the crazy weather of Virginia decides one day it's going to be 70 and 80, and then the very next day and week it's going to be 20, 10, 30s. So... That's the one thing about that's the one thing about the world now. You go in a store or anywhere, and you cough or you sneeze or you even sniffle, and people are looking at you like you, like they want to shoot you or something. <laughs> but yeah, so we found this trail, this tunnel, and it's really cool. Um, is Dark, damp, and hidden over 700 feet below the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's gorgeous. And, yeah, I'm sorry. You're going to probably hear my stomach. <laughs> too. I don't know. It's just everything seems to be going on. So <laughs> It says it's nestled in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia, of Central Virginia, lies the Blue Ridge Tunnel, designed by the French engineer Claudius Crozet, who I'm going to tell you about shortly. It was built to allow the passage of the Blue Ridge Railroad to the mountains to reach the Shenandoah Valley. Um, Construction of it began in 1850, using only hand tools, pickaxes, and block powder. Very, very dangerous. Um, The work was done mostly by... Irish laborers and African American slaves. It was completed in 1858. Um, it's nearly a mile long. It was the longest tunnel in the country at the time. So it's it's you no know, people worked hard on this thing. <clears throat> and what was crazy that I noticed, you know, a lot of the Paranormal groups basically said the same thing. Wanted to do, like, EVP sessions in there just to see. Yeah, but 
it's like the whole time, and it's understandable, but, you know, because there's like an echo in there, kids were having fun going in there and hooting and hollering and hear it echo back. So you could never really do an EVP set. That's what I was saying. If there was a way we could get in there with nobody else there, it's amazing because at one point, we were like in the center of the tunnel and we stopped and there was water running down the wall and I was reaching, just touching the wall right there and you could literally just feel the energy. There's energy, major energy in there. And we actually went to one part in the tunnel where we saw the original tunnel because they added some stuff But it was really cool And we actually I took a piece of the um, the wall And brought it home Yeah because I always have to have Me and my rocks I have to have a rock from everywhere I go <laughs> I'm going to let Eric tell you About Crozet right now Because it seems like My voice wants to keep coming and going but, of course, by the name, he was a French immigrant, and he did design that tunnel, and he was the chief engineer. He was a graduate of the Ecole, Ecole sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong, Polytechnique in Paris. And he actually served as an artillery officer during Napoleon's invasion of Russia. Ooh. Wow, he was actually a professor of engineering at the U.S. Military Academy in West Point, New York. He is the founder of the Virginia Military Institute and the first president of the Board of Visitors. He served three times as the chief engineer for the state of Virginia and its Board of Public Works. So he has, you know, quite a... He's got quite a background. Brilliant man. Brilliant to, to design and build this tunnel. I'm not going to really go into a lot of detail about it because the thing that we're going to talk about, too, is there is a book that you can get that tells about it. And part of the money that you pay towards goes towards the is it the restoration and the so I'd rather pique your guys' interest where you get the book and Wendy came up with an awesome idea if anybody's interested. Yeah, um I'm gonna get a book. So I'm gonna order mine. Um if y'all would like for me to order you one for those that are local, I'll uh bring it to you. Um just get with me to order the book. I'll put it on my Facebook about what the book's name, what the book is, what it looks like, the outdoor cover. Um, I remember standing in Barnes & Noble looking for this book. Was it Barnes & Noble we were there standing at? Yeah, and we found like 10 other books. I think we left that night with like almost $100 worth of books. But they were well worth books, trust me. If anybody wants one, um, 
let me know, and I'll order it. And then y'all can cash app me, or I have cash app and Venmo. You send me the money for it. Um, and then I'll make sure, you know, to bring it to you. And Because I definitely want to keep – this is something that I have, I feel strongly about. I don't know why it um, – I don't know why this tunnel has called to me in such a way, um, but I would really appreciate everybody, everybody's help to, you know, you get a book out of it. It sounds pretty good. What is the name of this book? Uh, hold on, let me hear somewhere. i got to find it. Sorry, guys. We I went to the library and printed up a bunch of stuff. Uh, it says, proceeds from the purchase of the Blue Ridge Tunnel, a remarkable engineering feat in antebellum Virginia, the Virginia Blue Ridge Railroad. Um, it's by Mary E. Lyons. It'll be donated to – it's going to go to the Blue Ridge Tunnel Foundation. So yeah, I think I think it ended up being like sixteen dollars a piece. But so it was it, it, it's very interesting. But if you think about it, that's about what you spend to go out to eat. So you know, one time don't go out to eat because it it will definitely be worth it. I'm telling you that it's an experience I'll never forget because I remember driving there. And then as soon as we got there, I felt like a kid at Christmas. I know. Mm-hmm. Like I want to, there is a west entrance, like I said before, a west entrance and an east entrance. Um, the west entrance is a decline all the way, to, pretty steep decline from the parking lot to the tunnel. Um, the east lot, like I said before, has hobbies and um, a really nice parking lot, and then you walk along the way, and then you'll see the new tunnel is built right beside it. So you'll see the new tunnel along with the railroad tracks. Um, it's it's separated by a fence. Unfortunately, because I wanted to get over there, I wanted to walk on the railroad tracks so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and it shows it has it has plaques along the way and inform, information is those informative plaques that you see, um, and then here you finally turn the bend and there's this tunnel entrance, and this on one side of it was like a waterfall, like water was falling off of it. It's like mm-hmm. in every picture I've ever seen or anything I've ever read about it or or videos about it, that waterfall is always there. And it's not even like a waterfall. It's just like water falling off the top of the mountain. It's beautiful. It's really breathtaking. It really is. And then when you go in there, it's like, oh, my God. And then it gets dark. It does get dark. It gets – but then you see at the very end, it is – Seems like it goes on for miles and miles. It's little 
bitty, at first it's this little bitty light. It's just the end of the tunnel. You know how they say there's always an end to the tunnel. No matter where you, what you're doing, no matter what you're going through, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. That was the light at the end of the tunnel. And listen to this. Exiting the tunnel serves as a kind of a hopeful metaphor for the current pandemic-scarred age. You emerge into light after a long, dark stretch. So it really was, like, symbolic. It was. And you know how Wendy was talking about the, you know, the two sides? It says the east entrance, that entrance has less parking, but the walk to the tunnel is easier. Which is when we did. And they say best to get there early, which is true. We got there early. We got there early. And it says the walk to the west entrance is longer and tougher, but there's more parking. We actually didn't go very far because, like I said, I've got bursitis in my knee, and about that time it was about to give out on me. It says one-way stroll through the tunnel can take up to half an hour, and the round trip is about 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. And we counted it, remember? Mm-hmm. And it was it was about ninety minutes. Yeah. And I will tell you, and see, we didn't go into all this. The area boasts perhaps the most wineries, breweries, and distilleries per square mile than about anywhere near here, which gives folks plenty of places to relax. It says plan to have a designated driver. <laughs> Because there's a road lined with pubs from Avon, Brew nice. Mountain, to Nellie's Ford, Bold Rock, and Devil's Backbone. Oh. Waynesboro has plenty of takeout options if you're hungry. Waynesboro, that is where we ate at that little restaurant on Main Street. Mm-hmm. That was the best food. Oh, my gosh. It just really was. Waynesboro was beautiful. They were getting ready to have was it a Christmas parade when we were there? Yeah, we almost got caught in that. They were going to shut the whole town down. No, for this little parade. Oh my gosh, I don't think the parade was going to be so little. But we did get in Main Street. We did get on the in this little restaurant, and I kind of it, I kind of felt like I was like royalty walking in this place because it. You drink you drink your tea out of a out of a wine glass. <laughs> <laughs> and even though they were like really super busy, they got you, got us in quick. I think we ended up waiting. What was it, about fifteen minutes? It was about that. Yeah. So yeah, speaking about ghosts, and I do want to, to cover this story. This is the story. Um, you know, hundreds of people died building this tunnel. Like I said, the Irishmen, and you know they. The way they had to to build this tunnel was they didn't have the the things to build it that they do you know nowadays um, and what I do have documented here is just like it goes on and on and on about the construction process of how it was block powder that they used and because dynamite was not developed back then, and um, it's just 
This is light in the fuse led to explosion of the powder. You you can imagine how people would die from that. And a lot of people did die. But there is one story in particular um, of a lady who died in the tunnel. And I want Eric to, to tell you about it. So tell me if you think there are, could be a ghost in this place. I there is because this is something that happened there about 106 years ago involving a pretty 18-year-old young lady named Virginia Ronkley. And it was a horrible incident, and it mainly happened because of human thing of panicking. They panic. Mm-hmm. And this is a kind of an interesting story. Her father, Francesco Roncoli, I'm probably mispronouncing the name, but I'm doing the best I can. He was a remarried widower. He came to America from Italy in 1906. Now, this is so cool. Settling in Tidewater, Virginia. On August 8, 1910, he and his second wife gathered their four adult children, two boys and two girls, the youngest being Virginia, to move to Cleveland, Ohio. Now, this is so cool. It's like close to home, and I think that's why, you know, we're feeling such a passion for this. They boarded a segregated car filled with fellow Italian immigrants on Chesapeake and Ohio train number three in Norfolk and rode uneventfully through Richmond and Charlottesville, then up the mountain to Afton. And then after midnight, sometime after midnight, while the you know, everybody was sleeping except the night owls, <laughs> the westbound passenger train entered the famed And, you know, everybody knows this tunnel was a miracle. I mean, when you think about it, and that's why I'm saying you want to get the book. Because it said that, um, I'm I'm trying to see, because there's like a bunch of other little things they're talking about. It's the fact that it was. 42, over 4,200 feet, the longest railroad in the United States at the time, the longest railroad tunnel. And apparently with this, the ventilation in the tunnel wasn't the best. So the conductor always gave instructions, keep your windows shut because smoke will enter the, the cars. Well, apparently some people didn't take his warning and left the windows open, and some passengers woke up, and they saw smoke coming in, and they thought the train was on fire. So, of course, then more people threw their windows open, which caused even more smoke to come in. And then, according to it, a general stampede followed in the crowded coach among the wildly excited foreigners some of whom attempted to make their exit and finding the front door fastened because we are, so they, the front door was fastened. So they began breaking windows. Oh, it's about more smoke. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. 
So then they said there was a rush to the back door, and for some reason, Virginia was the only passenger to get the door open. She leaped from the car and dropped down between the vestibule and the express car Mm. of the moving train and was instantly killed under the wheels. And they said in, in the blackness and all the confusion, they said there was no coherent account of just what occurred, you know, what actually really did happen. And they said when number three stopped at the Basic City Station, that's a weird name for a place, but it was called Basic City, you know, the grief-stricken dad and his wife and oldest son, they disembarked and traveled back to the tunnel afterwards to retrieve the frightfully mangled remains of their beloved young daughter. And they brought her back on number 13, a Chesapeake and Ohio claims agent named M.I. Dunn arrived and assisted with the removal and burial of the girl's body somewhere in basic. Yeah, they're saying that nobody really knows where her where her remains are. There is nowhere that says where her remains are. And they said after they buried their daughter, the family just continued on behind Ohio that night, like, you know, <laughs> oh, well. Yes, and it did a search in July 2015 and failed to locate Virginia's grave. Now, see, I would be curious because I don't know how many people know of the story, but Wendy seems to have a certain, I don't know how to word it, not a, I don't want to say. A gift? Yeah, I guess you could, where if you don't interrupt her or, you know, just let her do her thing, a lot of times she will be able to. Uh, I could find her, yeah. I've done that before, finding a grave. And she actually came like within, oh my gosh, she was within probably less than 10 feet. It was less than 10 feet away. And unfortunately, her daughter at the time was younger and distracted her and caused, you know, just her to lose her concentration, which, you know, it's all good. But it would be interesting to try to go back. I wonder if she's buried in Tidewater, if that's from Tidewater. Or is she actually buried up there? See, I don't know, because I've never heard of basic. Where's basic? Oh, not listed as that. I don't know. I can't imagine, though. They would just drop her. They would just bury her where she died. I, I don't get that. And then just to leave. And they just left. That is so weird. That's what I'm saying. I, I wonder if the book goes into more detail about that because I I wanted to do more research on this because I'm telling you, it's it's hard to describe the feeling, but it was 
the most intense feeling that I've ever felt. It was like I wanted to go back. We yeah, left. We left, and I'm like, I got to go back, but we didn't have enough time. But I will go back. There will be some time in the near future that I will go back. But if anybody gets the opportunity to ever go up there, not only going to Maps and Nutton, you need to check this tunnel out because it is. It's it's like because in the, the notes that we have, they describe what they had to go through when they were building this tunnel and all the delays they had. I mean, he, like, had it planned. He wanted it done by this time, but it got delayed for, like, 16 months because of, you know, everybody knows in this area got the, like, limestone or greenstone or some, and just took them longer than expected. But I wish there would be a way to get there and actually do an EVP in the tunnel. Well, this is something that someone has written about it. It says the spirits in the Blue Ridge Tunnel reveal a lot of historical secrets and info. Duh. (laughs) There was a lot of people, there was a lot of people say it was challenging, but the spirits still communicated, which is what we said. People were in there hollering, people were in there were talking. Voices carry a long way in the tunnel. It was echoing like crazy. But someone went down there. I don't know what group it was, but they um, did an EVP, and they've got some stuff. The history we learned during our brief walk through the tunnel lines up with the past. We had several spirits mentioning that they were slaves and lost their lives in the tunnel along with some Irish Irish immigrant workers. That's what I said, yeah. I also confirmed with a Civil War era soldier that they used the tunnel to pass through the Civil through during the war. So during the war, they walked through it to get wherever they were going. And what I mean, that's even creepier, gosh. And what I want to understand is the railroad track, the original tunnel, and the tunnel you walk through is one that they've made alongside it? The one that we walked through is the one that Crozet made. The one that has a railroad track that's beside it is the new working one. It's the one that works now. The railroad. I mean, it was closed up for centuries. It was just there. And it was small. No wonder the smoke would have just it, it, yeah, you could, yeah, it was, it was very, it was, it, to be a ton, a railroad tunnel, it was very small. I'm still trying to get over the fact that, like Wendy said, you could see the other end and you're like, oh, man, this ain't going to take any time. And then you get in there and it just seemed like it went on and on and on and on and on. And you just kept walking, and then just <laughs> hmm. There's a sign somewhere that says the Blue Ridge Tunnel on Monday morning last 
at an early hour. The workmen in the western end of the Blue Ridge Tunnel perforated a hole about two inches in circumference through the mountain and in the language of General Gordon, daylight now shines through the Blue Ridge. This event caused great joy in the part of the workmen and every one of them immediately laid down their tools to spend the rest of the day in frolic. The draft at the perforation is strong enough to extinguish a light on the eastern side. Hmm. And that was in the Richmond Dispatch. Did you know, (laughs) excuse me, the tunnel... It's 4,237 feet long. It's the longest of its kind in the United States. And it says, while the tunnel has existed for decades, it hasn't always been possible to walk through it as you can today. Yeah, because it was boarded up forever. And they they always tell you don't forget a flashlight because I've tried several times with that one and it's dark. Yeah, cell phones do not work. Yeah, they don't they don't hardly give any light off. But I wanted to just see what it was actually like. I wanted to experience. That's interesting. I wish I would have found this thing, man. I know, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It really is. So, when are we going back? Soon. <laughs> oh, and you know it's really cool? It stays about 50 degrees inside the tunnel. Oh, that's right. I forgot that. It does. It no. stays the same temperature like the whole. That was, and I I didn't believe that, but it's. And you uh, didn't, and you didn't take your coat, and it was cold. <laughs> cold. I'm ready to go back. I just, you know. Oh my gosh, this brings back memories. <laughs> So if anybody has any questions about it, no, put it on my Facebook page. I'll probably be in contact with, um, you know, an association. Because I do want to start, I want to do something to raise some money for it. Because it's beautiful. Seem to be a lot of people loved it. It's a lot of rich history. I want to go back and go hunt. Yeah, no, because it, honestly, it started out where Wendy wanted to do something as far as, like, ghost hunting. And she was looking and looking, and we were going to go, what was it? Not Lorraine. Was it Lorraine? Wasn't Lorraine Caverns close? Lorraine Caverns was there. Endless Caverns was there. But then Crazy Me wanted to go Spelunkin'. Can't walk, but I can go spelunking. 
But it was well worth it because, like I said, it, it just kind of appeared out of nowhere. It just kind of you. Was, I was looking and looking. I didn't want to walk five, six, seven miles, eight miles, and I, I didn't want to walk too much because of my knee. And I was looking through these apps, and it just kind of appeared. And what was cool in that area? There's little, like, little neat country stores and stuff. Yeah. And Wendy was introduced to a drink she really liked called Buzzball. Oh, Buzzballs. Oh, love them. Love them. They look like little It is alcohol, but it was, and it being right there at Christmas, I was like, oh, I want to try this. And those things are so good. They're so good. I tried one of them, and it made me happy. I tried another one, and it put me to sleep. So, yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you, if you stay at Massanutten, it, like, takes no time to get there. What was it, like 30 minutes, 45 minutes? Yeah, from, from Massanutten to the, the trail, the tunnel trail. Yeah, it was, like, 45 minutes or so. It was beautiful. It was beautiful because it was, you know, the... It was in November, right? It went November, so there was still a little bit of um, a little bit of um. And Wendy's friend promised the next leave. time she'll be there when we go, because she wants to go to this tunnel too. Yes, Wanda. Hello. Wait, knocking on your door. Hello. I think it's good therapy because. Like I said, you know, everybody knows Wendy doesn't like doing a lot of walkings, but she did this whole thing and did not say one time of hurting. Why did I sit down once? There's a bench. There's a lonely bench. One bench. We didn't go to the other. We didn't go to the other. We didn't go on the west side. I wanted to be able to work myself up to be able to get there. I think that other side is Closer to get to, but it's longer to get to the tunnel from that yeah. side. You have, like, what is it, three-quarters of a mile? Yeah. Or a mile, three-quarters. <clears throat> so, we've got a few minutes left. What do we have coming up? Anything? I still need help with uh, people need some suggestions for night vision shows. Oh. I got to do this real quick to give a shout out to Ryan because Ryan yes. has patiently stood behind us saying, when are you guys going to, when are you guys and kind of put the fire under us? To... Thank you for not giving up on us. Thank you. <laughs> we knew we were coming back, but with Hollow Scream and just everything happening the end of last year. And I'll say it again, if you guys can get to 360, get there, they'll tell you some stories, and they're doing events all the time. Yeah, and I have people who are wanting to go, so we need to get up something and go. We need to do something. And I want to go to Lake Shawnee, so we've got a lot of stuff coming up this year. But I'm going to put this out again. Oh, oh. While I'm thinking about it, all the new people that are following and sharing. Yes, thank you thank for all the you. new people. Please follow us. 
follow us on WPRS, Paranormal on Facebook. Follow us on Night Visions, North uh, Night Visions on Facebook. Um, yeah, because follow me on Hartsfield. Hartsfield's will return, I promise. <laughs> Just, and I'm going to put this out there again. Please, if anybody has any ideas of something you want us to talk about or something you want us to do for the podcast, the way you want us to go, if you want to go with us, you're more than welcome to come. Well, we're going to seriously get back into doing this stuff. We're going to... I said 2021 was going to be the year. It wasn't. It wasn't, but 2022 is here. Happy New Year, everybody. I had the best New Year's Eve. I'm going to say it. Um, the 2022 is going to be the year. Paranormal and music-wise, promise you. And i got to give a shout-out to, to the DeLoreans. We haven't been able to see a lot of of them because of everything else going on. on. But I want to give a shout out to them too. Everybody knows, you know, they were part of music love. Totally see you on the 22nd, guys. Yeah, if anybody's interested, they're going to be at Bush Gardens. My dream is coming true. My music group at my theme park. Yeah. And she got to take her other music group to the theme park. I got to take my other so music she group got to the theme park. Yeah. Yep. And keep your fingers crossed that we get to take them to Mardi Gras. Well, she says we, but it's her. It's me. Just me. <laughs> anyway, we love you. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Um, I know we rambled again, but isn't that why everybody loves to be? PRS and Night Visions. Yeah, it's fun to ramble. <laughs> if you want to join the ramble, then let us know. Yeah, if you want to be on the show, give me a shout out. I will give me a call, ring me up, message me. You are more than welcome to come on the show. Well, everybody, have an awesome night. Stay safe. And for those that are feeling under the weather, feel better. Hey. You never know. Listening to the podcast might just make you feel better. It made me feel better. Made me feel better. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye, everybody.